0: This man himself, former Black Cap star Chris Harris. Appreciate your time, Harry. How are you?
1: No problem. Good, Sammy. How spoil are, are our SEN listeners?
0: With the two Sammys and tow? Mate, it's uh, it's it's the gift they didn't know they wanted uh, and had no choice about receiving either, mate. So uh, they are they're stuck with us one way or the other. And we we're uh, we're talking about uh, family uh, legacies uh, coming through. And Jesus, some good ones in cricket. And uh, someone just put forward uh, Walter and Richard Hadley. They are both pretty handy. Good call from Murphy there.
1: Absolutely, right up there. It's a great way to start the show with lots of controversy around the Halberg Awards. You've been a judge. It's obviously it's tough to judge, and there's obviously um, criteria in place that make it difficult to go outside of those.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, and it's uh, still still very worthy, though. Uh, another name brought forward uh, the Cairns clan. Pretty handy cricketers, the pair as well, Lance Absolutely. and Chris.
1: Yeah, lots of brilliant cricketing families. You've mentioned a few. Um, Cairns, Hadley,
0: there's too many to mention. Yeah, it it runs in the genes. Now let's uh, turn our attention to the current crop. What did you make of the way uh, the Black Caps kicked off the home summer? Obviously uh, it feels like a lifetime since the World Cup and being played in uh, the shorter format, but uh, after that Test Series and just outside of the World Cup, it seems all we do is play Bangladesh at the moment, but uh, to bring it back home is an important way to start.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a, a good one day international, and a good one first up for the boys. As you said, they've been on the road for four months, so a lot of the boys are resting. Um, but obviously, felt quite sorry for Henry Nichols and Ravindra, um, hoping to come back to New Zealand and get um, some runs after. Well, Ravindra has been sitting on the sidelines, but Henry Nichols a bit of a tough time over there, but came up on a pitch that offered a bit of swing and seam and um, was really happy with um, Will Young because Shorafel Islam and those first couple of overs, I mean, they were both pearl of delivery Robert and Nicholls and Ravindra. And then in some ways, it was a bit ironic, it was the perfect partnership for New Zealand when New Zealand was under trouble and it was almost like playing in test cricket with Latham and Will Young who both, open at the top of the innings in the Red Bull format. And it took about five or six overs of good test match batting just to get through that initial period. And then, uh, you know, so pleased for Willie Young, who's been sitting on the sidelines on tour with the New Zealand team, working so hard in the nets but not getting much time in the middle to deliver that type of performance when it was tough first up. And then did the hard work and then scored a magnificent 100. And also Tom Latham had been shorter runs. Um, I thought the batting performance by everyone and then a brilliant Chip in from uh, Mark Chapman. I thought it was a, a terrific batting performance by New Zealand.
0: I couldn't agree more. And as far as uh, Will Young, you're right. I mean, we, we all know what Will Young is capable of. Uh, he has his knockers because he's batting in a position where there's a lot of competition, right? But uh, seeing an effort like that, to me, I, I know that the Black Caps aren't travelling at world better pace at the moment. But I tell you what, I, I still think the depth we have, most of the arguments we have, is talking about leaving out a quality player from that 11.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, even the guys that are coming in are fantastic. And it's, it's, it's great to see some of the younger crop coming through. Willow Rourke, obviously good first up. And the other one that was really impressive for me was Josh Clarkson. Unfortunate to only face one ball, get a run, but then get run out coming back for two, which um, was probably a little bit silly. But, you know, trying to always trying to get that extra run. Um, but I thought his, his bowling really impressed me. We always know that he's a strong guy and can hit the ball hard at the end of the innings. But he also showed that his bowling is going to be pretty competitive at that level. And if he can come in and bowl five or six overs, um, you know, he, he's a, a real look for the future. That was fantastic. And, and Jacob Duffy back as well. So I thought all the bowlers, considering, I guess they're stood up and bowled well. And Ish Sodi, again, sitting on the sidelines a lot, but bowled, bowled a wonderful spell, which helped win us the game.
0: As far as that batting goes, and uh, obviously the disappointment of seeing, uh, it, quite funny, the two players that have been perhaps the most spoken about of the uh, the previous Test series, and Nicholls and Ravindra, seeing them both kind of find themselves out for a duck. Do you think that either that comes down to the, the pressure on of being spoken about, both in positive and negative ways at all, Harry, or just just those deliveries are just damn too damn good?
1: Oh, I can't help, but look, they're both obviously quality players, professional players. That white noise sort of goes out of your mind once you get down to the middle. But in all honesty, they both, if you look at those replays, just got both got terrific deliveries. And in both situations, it was only the second ball they faced. They were in zones that they had to play. It just bounced a bit, went away from the left-hander. Bangladesh had two slips in play. Um, it was just really, really unlucky and terrific bowling and catching by Bangladesh.
0: So uh, that, the way that we saw their batting performance goes, and I thought both batting efforts were pretty good uh, given the, uh, the reduction in overs to 30. I mean, 239 off 30, certainly no, uh, no slouch. And I thought, at, you know, when you see Bangladesh's run chase, they're still going at a clip over uh, a runner ball. But what, what did you make, you mentioned uh, Clarkson before, but of the bowling effort in general and New Zealand looking in tune for the, the short form of the game at summer?
1: Yeah, I think all those young guys will be much better off for the the run in that first game. You're absolutely right, though. I thought Bangladesh never really got in front of the game, but they just did enough at different times throughout their batting innings to put a little bit of pressure on New Zealand. And there was a couple of many occasions where they had a couple of big overs, and you thought, well, I know they're five down, for argument's sake, but they're pushing along. And if this partnership can continue, they're putting a little bit of pressure on. And I think that was just enough pressure to... Um, to test those young bowlers. And I thought, you know, when the pressure really came on, um, they responded really well. So they'll all be better for that first hit out. And, you know, I'd, I'd expect to see even further improvement in the second one day. I
0: was pleased to see as much spin bowled as it was uh, as well. Speaking to Chris Harris for Black Caps International and SNC had commented because we know that uh, there's a big debate when it comes to spin bowlers being selected in the first place, let alone used, uh, in the context of, uh, of the summers. Uh, I, I'm one of those advocates who wants to see more spin bowl because how else are we going to get them to be capable of, of making effort? I, I, as I stand by, every spinner who's picked a New Zealand team is picked because of their form in New Zealand conditions. So if they can't bowl well enough at the domestic level to earn their way in, once they're short, you can't suddenly say, oh, sorry, you can't bowl in New Zealand conditions. That's all I know.
1: I absolutely. And, and, and they are giving the spinners a, a good run. Obviously, Miss Stanton is getting a bit of a rest, but as I said, Sodhi bowled a great spell. Great to see Indra at the bowl increase. Glenn Phillips is continuing to develop um, in all formats with ball in hand, getting wickets at test level as well, as we saw in Bangladesh, and important wickets. Um, and Adi Ashok, obviously we've, we've heard that he'll be playing the second and third one day, so really looking forward to seeing the young leg spinner come in who's bowled very well at domestic level. So, you know, the there's, there's spinner's out there and, and they're going to get a go. So we're going to get some season this summer, so that's, that's really exciting.
0: It is a great start for the Black catchers It's great, but uh, we're looking for a strong continuation from uh, the White Ferns and a couple of uh, of, of one day is of pretty contrasting style. But geez, it, what I've noticed from that is that's the, the the White Ferns finding a way to find a win, uh, Harry. It's they're not they're not just a team that can be in charge and dominate and be bullies. They found their way to get themselves back into a contest too.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. And that first game in Queenstown, it was just a a demolition, wasn't it? Just the batting was just too strong to score 365, which was their, I think, their highest one-day score in New Zealand, and particularly at that ground. I mean, it was a phenomenal batting display. And that, to me, is as close as the, the perfect batting, as you've seen, aggressive at the start. Um, putting pressure on the bowlers in the middle and then finished beautifully off at the end with Millie Kerr and um, Sophie Devine. It was a superb innings. And I think that was a little bit, to be honest, of their downfall in and, and Christchurch and why they only got sort of 220 because you sort of felt as though, um, particularly Millie Kerr and Sophie Devine, came in and continued the way they played in Queenstown, were super aggressive and perhaps just didn't give them enough time to get used to the new conditions. And I think it surprised everyone that surface. It just held in the surface a little bit, um, I know talking to Rupert and the ground staff, they would have loved just a little bit more sun on it. So it had a little bit more moisture, so it was just holding up a little bit. But as you said, a wonderful partnership between um, Maddie Green, who I was really happy for, because I know she's worked really hard, and and, um, Susie Bates, who just continues at this level to absolutely deliver. Uh, And then the middle order, unfortunately, fell over a little bit, but found a way to win-win. It looked as though if DRS was involved, there was a pretty high probability Pakistan would have won, but the White Ferns found a way under a pressure situation to get across the line. So hopefully they have learn from that experience and put in that situation again. Again, they'll find a way to get across the line. So, you know, you've got to say there were some mistakes made in that game. Hopefully they've learned from them. But the most important thing, as you said, Sammy, they found a way to get across the line, and that's what matters at international level.
0: The depth uh, within the squad has, has come under some... Criticism, certainly uh, the T20 series was a flat way to start that home summer. But the senior senior players are beginning to really step up and that's what was missing. I think we could now put, definitely put our finger on it. Uh, you can't expect the, the younger players to step up without being given a, a guiding line. Hopefully we're going to see more of these uh, less experienced names put their stamp on things. Harry, you think it's third one day? Oh, it's
1: absolutely crucial. We, we know that those senior players, when the pressures come on, you know you, you always go to your senior players to step up and accept the example and and that's what um, the senior players have done in this one day group and Bates and Divine and and Kerr. Um, and, and Maddie Green now is getting very close to that sort of senior group and cementing her place. Um, but what's really important is we start, as you said, start seeing some contributions from that middle order and those younger players coming through. And, and hopefully they're learning from what they're seeing from those senior players. But we, we do need that next crop coming through just to start making a little bit more of a contribution. Um, and they've got an opportunity to put their hand up and, and cement their um, place in the side, and, and that's what we need to see in, these, uh, in this one day today.
0: Uh, And how are the conditions looking overhead? Now, Harry, too early for a pitch report, but how are we uh, looking as far as uh, seeing a full-day cricket?
1: It's magnificent. We're into the 20s. Um, Well, there's a little bit of breeze, but there's not a cloud in the sky. Uh, And I'm sure Rupert and the staff down there at Hagley Oval, the ground staff, have got the sun that they've needed. So I'm expecting a a higher run fest today, if you like. I think we're going to be sort of 250, 260. Um, If New Zealand bowl first, I'd like to think that they'll get out Pakistan below that but I'm sure if New Zealand back first, they'll be looking for 250-plus. So um, it's got to be a bit more of a run fest, I hope, and enjoying the big boundaries as well, seeing a few more twos and threes runs, and it's just another facet of the game and, and the women's game that is developing and you know that run between the wickets. It's just great to see with the you know, the bigger boundaries.
0: I can't wait, and it has been the sound of summer uh, hitting your eardrums on SNZ. It's been absolutely joyous. I have been uh, loving the chance to you know, jump in between jump running to in the office, listen to a bit of cricket where we can, going from place to place, uh, telling the kids that uh, the Wiggles can take a little break while we listen to the dulcet towns <laughs> sounds of the SENZ commentators. So, uh, Harry, uh, as I uh, look forward to drive down to Tauranga this afternoon, I will be listening, like many. Enjoy the call and looking forward to a great game.
1: Thanks, mate. And look, I just wanted to say really quickly how cool and it was to hear SENZ's very own Ian Smith calling Nathan Lyons Amazing achievement in scoring, getting 500 test wickets. And just to hear him interview at the end, it, just, it felt a little bit ironic that Ian Smith was um, asking the questions or doing the interview with um, Nathan Lyon, but absolutely loved it. SENZ's very own Ian Smith. That was, that was so cool.
0: Great recognizes great game recognizes game. Uh, Nathan Lyon, who else would you put but the doy in? Well said, absolutely well said, Harry. Enjoy yourself, Chris Harris, former Black Cap International and SCNZ commentator. It will be a great afternoon. Coverage starts from 1.30 here on SCNZ. Don't miss out. We'll come back after the break. You get more of the Double Attack Salmon stereo right here on Afternoons.